Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. Michael Zuber, One Rinse, Atlanta Time. And we are about to react to a content creator that I have not seen yet, I don't believe. So that's mm -hmm. kind of cool. We're going to talk about buying your first rental and using home equity. Of course, these are brought to you by the one and only Millennial Mike. We all need to thank him for doing this. And if you have any videos you want us to react to, send it to him, not me. Send it to him. <laughs> yeah, so you know, you can thank me or we can thank the commenters who are the ones who send me these things. So this guy, this YouTube content creator, his, name, his YouTube username is Loans by JB. He's making the rounds on YouTube, giving some real estate advice, and we're just going to let Mike react to it and let you know if it passes the smell test. Is it good advice, bad advice? Is there anything that should be added? So we're going to start with his advice on how to get your first rental. Mike, you ready? I am. Let's do it. If you're new to real estate investing, here's an easy way to get started. And I really shouldn't be telling you this because it's just going to cause more competition for me, but check it out. Now, if you have no idea where to start, you don't have the time to dig in and start researching and finding properties, and you really just want as much help as possible to make it easy, well, I got great news for you. There's something called turnkey investment properties. You can Google turnkey investment properties, and you're going to see great services pop up like roofstock.com, turnkeyinvestmentproperties.com, and plenty of others. And with these services, you can find investment properties that are just that, turnkey, fully rehabbed, already rented or rented to rent property management in place all the projected calculations inspections reports everything ready to go for you a one cash flow on fully inspected and certified properties and the beauty is these properties could be anywhere in the country and you don't need to be there because unless you're a licensed appraiser a licensed contractor or a home inspector yourself what value are you going to add or what are you going to find that these licensed professionals aren't able to dig up themselves it's completely possible these days to do all of your due diligence remotely so again if you're not sure where to start this is going to be one of the easiest ways to build a passive income real estate portfolio all right, Mike, so what do you think? Do you think getting started with a turnkey property project is a good idea? What do you think? Wow. Um, so I don't know this individual from Adam. This is the only 60-second video I've seen. I was not left with... Um, I was left uneasy because it, to me, it feels like, again, easy. Um, you know, you don't have to do the work. You know, just just pick one. Right. And I've talked to Roofstock. I, I mean, I know the guys. I think they're doing interesting stuff. But again, when I look at this video, and again, it's one sixty second clip of somebody I have no idea who he is, I don't feel very great at the end of it. It kind of feels kind of like what what's the other story? So that's the first thing I just want to be honest with. Um, and again, it's really because what I sense from that video is easy. The buying your first rental is, in my opinion, not easy. It's simple, but it's not easy. I don't think going to Roofstock or any random, you know, turnkey provider and picking one off their inventory list is a great idea. I think that's a horrible idea. Horrible idea. You have no idea. Again, you buy from a turnkey provider. How is that guaranteed to be a good deal? Mm -hmm. How how is that not at best an average deal? I do not teach doing average deals. In turnkey providers, here's a secret. They're in the business of making money. Right. <laughs> they're not going to give you margin. They're going to squeeze every drop out of it. Now, again, can turkey providers be the right answer for some people? Absolutely. I believe in doing the work, picking a market, learning average. And again, if you're going to go to a turnkey provider, um, you know, you've got to vet them. You got to have infrastructure, you have a team, all of that. Again, what I was really left with after watching that 60-minute clip is he's pushing easy. And turnkey is the answer to easy. There is nothing about being a landlord, a first-time landlord, getting one of these golden cards. 
I, I, you know, you go to a turnkey provider, pick one of them, buy one. I would be embarrassed to send this to you. Do the work, figure out average. Then if you go to a turnkey provider and you're like, wow, for whatever reason, property one, two, three main street is a great deal because I've looked at a hundred deals. Then by all means go nuts. I do not think turnkey is the answer to being lazy. I think if you go to a turnkey provider and pick one just because you're being lazy and I don't promote lazy. Do the freaking work. So a little alternative perspective. I'm somebody who bought my first out-of-state rental, which was my second rental overall from a turnkey provider. But here's the difference. And the difference is exactly what Mike said. The first thing I did was learn the market. I learned what average was so that I could run the numbers. Now, why I chose the turnkey provider was because to this guy's credit, I felt like I was getting a more appropriately inspected property, that it wasn't going to have issues if it was fully renovated. And I had a mentor and other friends who had purchased from this turnkey provider. So I was confident that they were going to deliver me a good product. And the numbers worked out because... I was able to say, this is a great deal, $60,000 home that rented for 900 a month. This is a great deal in this market as a great cash on cash return. However, I never bought another property from them ever. And the reason was, as they gained popularity and more and more people got interested in purchasing from them, their prices kept going up and their great shocking. Right, because they got to make money. Their great deal deal became good. Their good deals became average. And I realized I can go to the MLS buy a fully renovated property at the MLS, have it inspected, and I will have a great deal this way instead of overpaying for their deal. And yes, sure, they will give you their pro forma, which is their estimations for in increases in value and rents and everything. You need to look at that, crumple it up, throw it out the window and run your own numbers because guess what they're going to do? Sugarcoat everything. So you have to be the expert in your market before you purchase. Amen. Well said. So this guy has another video we're going to watch right now. And it's just a short, like 20 second video. It's about using home equity lines of credit. Mike, you ready? I'm a little nervous, but yeah. Did you use your home's equity to buy more real estate? Well, it depends on these three things. One, how much is your monthly payment going to increase on the home you're taking the equity from? And two, are you factoring that increased payment into the expenses on the new property you're going to be buying? Last three, once you run those numbers, does that property still cash flow? All right, again, that was a real short one. What do you think? I uh, I was wrong. That was awesome. I, I agree with every single word he said. Um, you know, again, it's a very short clip. It, unlike the first video, this one, I'm like, he nailed it. I think he's mm -hmm. I think he's giving wonderful advice. He's taking all costs. I agree with everything. Again, this was a clip from a bigger video. The one thing I would tell people again, um, my personal baggage around home equity lines is um I don't want to ladder that up, right? If I'm going to use it, which I have, I want to pay it back so I can use it again. So the only thing that wasn't in that clip, and it's, I'm sure it is later, is have a plan to pay it off, right? Don't just mm -hmm. keep carrying it because these are mm -hmm. variable rate loans and all of that. So have a plan to pay it off. But yeah, I was um, I was apprehensive for no reason. So uh, I thought that was a, I thought that was a great video. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, yeah, and I have used a home equity line of credit to fix and repair and do a burst strategy on two rental properties. And he's absolutely right. You need to factor in the numbers with, okay, I now have holding costs. I have to pay service on this debt, on this home equity line of credit. So when I take the money out and then start this project, if I'm gonna run the numbers on this project, 
I need, I can't just run it as if I was doing it as an all cash purchase. I have to account for the fact that I have holding costs that are going into the five months that I'm remodeling this project. I have those holding costs that still work out on the back end. That goes into my all in number for when I do my cash on cash return and yield. So you do need to calculate for that and not just say, I have a home equity line of credit that's as good as cash. I'm not going to think about the fact that I'm paying over here and my numbers look great actually do the extra work. So, all right, well, loans by JB. We had one video that was concerning, one video that was good. If I get more recommendations from him, we'll have him on the channel again. Mike, uh, we still have one more video from Chandler David Smith. So we'll jump into that one next. Awesome. Thank you so much.